Hello and welcome to the Katie Helper Show. This is a free teaser of a bonus episode that we released with Nathan Robinson. Nathan is the editor of Current Affairs, which is a great print magazine and also online magazine. And here he makes his case for why Bernie Sanders will be the strongest nominee to run against Donald Trump. So if you like the interview, and I'm sure you will, go to patreon.com slash the Katie Helper Show. Again, that's patreon.com slash the Katie Helper Show. Here's the teaser. There's only one clear way to get rid of Donald Trump is a Bernie Sanders. Thinking prospectively about 2020, it's going to be here sooner than you know it, and you need a candidate. And currently, it's not looking good. And I think everyone needs to get over their ageism and just go, it might have to be Bernie. So you say in this piece, needless to say, if your party contains a wildly popular politician with an enthusiastic fan base of young activists who is adept at speaking to the concerns of the Rust Belt states that lost you the election the last time around, it would seem criminally foolish not to nominate that person (laughs) as your presidential candidate. And he's definitely running, by the way. Oh, yeah. And you go through the different potential candidates. You say every other candidate put forward is either uninspiring, deeply flawed or both. Look, for instance, at Joe Biden. Biden has a terrible record on racial issues, a creepy history with women, and has said he has, quote, no empathy, end quote, for millennials suffering with debt and economic precariousness. And so the younger generation now tells me how tough things are. Give me a break. No, no. I have no empathy for it. Give me a break. Doesn't exactly seem like the right person to energize the Democratic base. Or look at Kamala Harris, who oversaw and defended an epidemic of prosecutorial misconduct while serving as California's attorney general and accepted a donation from Steve Mnuchin after inexplicably failing to prosecute his former company for illegal mortgage foreclosures. When two of the most important issues to millennials are criminal justice reform and the unaccountable predation of the 1%, why would you nominate such a candidate? So Bernie 2020, huh? Yeah, very good points by me there. Yeah, well done. (laughs) I read this a while ago, but I think, oh, yeah, that's true. This is a great thing, too, that you point out. Here's a rule. Never, ever give Donald Trump an opportunity to seize the moral high ground. If you think that just because Donald Trump is pro-law and order, he won't use Kamala Harris's record of defending prosecutorial misconduct against her, you do not understand Trump. He will have a field day with it. It will totally kill her ability to criticize Trump over criminal justice issues. He will read from the damning statements by federal judges about Harris's office, and he will be right. He'll do the same with Joe Biden and segregation or Cory Booker and Wall Street. Against Trump, you need someone whose past does not contain obvious instances of hypocrisy that they will struggle to explain. This is why Bernie has a unique advantage. He is probably the most principled and consistent of any U.S. politician. That might not actually be saying much. (laughs) Being the most principled politician is like being the most compassionate ICE agent. But he happens to be unusually committed and honest. There is one potential issue for Sanders, the controversy surrounding Jane Sanders and Burlington College, but I think this can be gone past easily if it's dealt with honestly through the simple admission that Sanders screwed up and that it's really hard to keep a cash-strapped small college afloat and sometimes you get overambitious and things don't work out. The only way this would be truly harmful is if Sanders tried to cover it up instead of explaining in a frank and sympathetic way. What you said is totally true with the Kamala Harris thing. We saw Trump do that with Hillary and the super predators, which Mm -hmm. is so clearly opportunistic. This is a guy who is upset that the Central Park Five got a settlement. Right. The guy couldn't be more racist, but he's like really good at that. And I call that woke Trump, where every now and then he says something woke. Mm -hmm. I mean, in a totally (laughs) opportunistic, disingenuous way. I I mean, I just think when you go through the people are always speculating on 2020, but I think if you go seriously through the candidates, 
it's pretty obvious. You start narrowing them down, crossing them off the list, and you, you really do end up with Bernie's name alone. People talk about Elizabeth Warren, but I, I just don't think that's going to happen. Elizabeth Warren barely won her Senate seat in Massachusetts, of all places. Yeah. She's not a very good campaigner. You address the age thing. You say, let's talk briefly about age, because it's honestly the only serious argument against nominating Sanders. Sanders is old. Here again, though, I think we shouldn't think about abstract opponents, but the actual opponent. Trump is 72. Sanders is 76, which is still younger than some of the top Democratic congresspeople. It's a four-year difference. And sure, that difference matters, but Sanders seems to be in far better health than Trump. He can still play basketball, for goodness sake. When did you last see Donald Trump running for a train? Health matters a lot more than the raw numbers of years somebody has been alive. There are 90-year-olds who could beat me in an athletic contest, and there are 60-year-olds who are unlikely to survive a presidential term. Our current president seems to eat about nine cheeseburgers a day, never sleeps, and barely moves all in his 70s. I'm not sure he will be able to make much of the age criticism. And if he does, Bernie Sanders should challenge him to a game of one-on-one basketball. That is actually a great idea. <laughs> yeah. I like it. You know, he ran track. He ran long distance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so it's a great metaphor. Yeah, I agree. I don't want to dominate a guy who's 70. So, you know, I don't think it's a great right. idea. But the fact is, you know, we're, we're trying to defeat Trump. This is what we have to do. And so you might have to accept that. <laughs> And that was our teaser. Thanks so much for listening to the Katie Helper Show. That was our interview with Nathan Robinson. To hear the rest of our bonus episode, please go to Patreon, patreon.com slash the Katie Helper Show. Again, that's patreon.com slash the Katie Helper Show. Subscribe to us on iTunes, rate and review us on iTunes, subscribe to us on SoundCloud. Find us on Facebook, The Katie Halper Show on Facebook. See you next time.